0: I'm trying to figure out something, if there's a problem with the wire on my thing. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit.
1: Hello and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit the show where we pick a topic at random and give you our views on it and then a verdict on whether we think it's good, bad, or bullshit. Um, joining me today is Mr. Crofton Steers. Crofton, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing very well, Bo, yourself?
1: Not too bad. And uh, also with me today is uh, Mr. Michael Hodgins. Hello, Mike.
2: Hello, chaps. All right. Hey,
1: Okay, so, uh, you know, I think we can, you know, pretty much jump right into this, but first I just wanted to say that I had a hectic weekend. Really? Yeah, so I went to not one, but two weddings this weekend. Were either of them yours? They were both mine, in fact, no. Um, I went to one of my cousins, mind you, I didn't stay for very long, and then I went to one of a good friend, a uh, good friend Al, um... And, you know, uh, it was a nice time, but uh, there's something about weddings that, uh, you know, makes me uh, a little on edge. And I'm not sure if I'm just that crusty single guy or not, um, but I'm really looking forward to it as a topic on
2: our show. Maybe it'll be our topic today. Always always a bridesmaid, never a bride, eh, Bo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. One one day you'll meet that special guy. <laughs> well, you know. Um, I, you're a I like I, handsome I, fellow. I like to
1: keep my options open, you know, especially with my suntan, <laughs> which I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right so uh, does anyone have any uh, you know anything they want to talk about before we get in
0: uh, I would I just want to say that because uh, it's au courant uh, as they say I just <laughs> finished the last of us so, uh, which is an amazing game and I recommend everybody play it It's definitely good I yeah. would even we re- would even go higher than good if we had such a scale.
1: I've been hearing lots of good things about it so uh, uh, I'm gonna hold you to your promise and make you lend me your your playstation so
2: I can play it. I, I, I like how it's oh, it's okay if you're in the gaming because I'm like, what are you talking about? Well,
0: it's 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 one of those ones that's actually, tre- you know, crossed into mainstream pop culture stuff. Not every video it's game. Really, yeah,
2: yeah but, I would like to look into that. Then I I, I have enjoyed many of video games. It's, yeah. a, it's about a really original.
1: Uh, it's got a really original story. It's about zombies.
2: Oh God, I hate zombies! <laughs> I'm never playing that. Zombies drive me insane. It's
0: not it's not about zombies, but we definitely should do zombies sometime.
1: All
2: right. They're, uh, yeah. <laughs> Zambies. <laughs> All
1: right. So, um, Mike, did you get any new parts for the uh, randomizer machine yet?
2: No, but I'm getting starting to get a lot of complaints. Even the bylaw officer came by. You know, if I lived in the country and had like a big warehouse, it wouldn't be so much of a problem. But I live in a neighborhood with a lot of neighbors, and they don't like the sound and the well, fumes. Are- I gotta
1: say, like, I, I have a bit of a moral compass here, and I know I haven't chipped in anything to help you pay for the gas. Is this costing you a lot
2: to fuel it? Uh, not really. It's got a pretty big thing. I mean, it's not an efficient machine, but we only run it for like, you know, a few minutes a day. So, right. look,
0: I might be an idiot here, but could you not just use like a random number generator or something online?
1: Well, well, then we'd be like every other, you know, amateur podcast trying to be a good podcast. So, you know, we've invested in some, you know, Professional equipment, you know, to bring that next level of quality for our listeners. I think they appreciate think it. So you
2: know, yeah. and, and and the internet just doesn't have the power of a V8 engine. So <laughs> that's, that's true. Just, just I, thought, I thought it was run on a big pile
1: of V8 engines. Did I have that wrong?
2: <laughs> yeah. That was just one, it's one big block and it gets in there and you get it revving up to 4,000 RPM. <laughs> it it is a, and it comes out of a uh, random topic because you know, <laughs> we, we want these topics really random and they're all over the board. So that's yeah, why we yeah. use, you know, Detroit Muscle. Yeah.
1: Also, my understanding about computers randomize things they use like a seed so it actually isn't really true randomization so you need a v8 i think
2: yeah it needs to be gas powered at least for now but i don't know i think an electric option might be good but we'll look into it
1: all right well will call doc brand and we'll try and get a flux capacitor in it (laughs) yeah that
2: might be better so so should i fire the old gal up fire it up you
0: guys ready i'm burning to go i was born ready let's do this
2: (sighs) all right let's see what what the education system is what we were talking about. That's pretty broad, the education system. <laughs> Are we talking about like, yeah? Well,
1: I guess Kid? I guess we're talking about the system itself, like the experience of starting school and going all the way through the, the, the labyrinth of this education thing and coming out the other side as an adult uh, that's supposed to be doing something meaningful for society. So I think maybe the system, and you know, I guess we'll get into content, but...
0: So this isn't like a Canadian-American whatever system we're talking. I don't think
2: there's. I frankly don't think there's that much difference between those no. two systems. Even European systems, I don't think there's that. I mean, I don't know enough maybe to talk about the European education system, but um, I think we're probably talking about standardized education systems. One where there's like grades and kids move along in age cohorts and eventually graduate from whatever it is—high school or um, college or whatever. All right. But I think I think we're ta- uh, unless you guys interpret this differently. I think we're talking mostly about like public education, right? Like so, uh, uh, high school, uh, you know, elementary school, and that kind of thing.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I think so. Uh, uh, I, I feel I th- like
2: university and and that is a whole other topic. Let's talk about that another one. I think we let's keep it focused if, unless if you guys are in agreement on like you know the public education system. Sure. High school, because um, I do have stuff to say about this. That I don't have children, well, but I have been through public education. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I uh, was gonna
1: say, well, let's follow our nose and see where it goes, as a wise man, to, to Ken Sam said.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you
1: didn't learn that in school. <laughs> no, I learned that from commercials, which I did derive probably some education from, and probably explains why I don't know certain things. <laughs> or maybe those things are wrong. All right, so who wants to jump in and start uh, uh, start jamming?
2: Well, I, I, I will. And I've recently... Have you guys heard of these things called um, RSA Animates? Have you heard of these? RSA Animates? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh,
0: yeah, I think you told me about them, actually.
2: My, have you heard about TED Talks? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... An RSA Animate is sort of – I think often they have at least the same speakers and sometimes I think maybe they're drawn right from TED Talks. Anyways, this is a roundabout way of saying I watched one recently and, of course, I cannot remember the guy's name. (laughs) He's this British guy who talks a lot about education and has some really interesting thoughts on it. and I, I watched this RSA Animate. Oh, and the difference between a TED Talk, the RSA Animate has someone drawing on a giant whiteboard. They're oh, really intriguing. Yeah, I've watch.
1: probably seen or watched these but not knowing what they're called. They're really cool. It's just yeah. like
2: someone's drawing as as this, as this some good speakers talking about an interesting topic, and it's also sort of being drawn out. Really, really cool. Uh, if anyone's interested, just just YouTube, RSA Animates. They're really, they're really cool things. All kinds of neat topics. But the one on education, so… This guy, I can't remember his name, and I might look it up so that I could say it. It's a boy, but um, British guy. And he was, and, and essentially, he's talking about what's what's wrong with uh, the traditional public education system. And I'll do a horrible job of summing it up, but it was something to the extent of that we. That was it, it
0: uh, was it Anthony Hopkins? It was, wasn't it?
2: No, it was. His uh, name <laughs> was it Orson Welles and something. No, he's not. M. Night Shyamalan. No. Is he British? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so, so what he was saying was that basically the way we do education is sort of a – has came out of the, uh, the industrial revolution and sort of how factories operate. Uh, and, and that's the way arguably a lot of our work is structured, a lot of how our society structures based on the industrial revolution, factory-based uh, production of things. So that we take children – and we put them into a standardized school system, and we move them through in batches. And you can think of it like an assembly line. You're going along the same, you know, you put them in one end of the hopper, and they go through year after year, and they write the same, they write the tests, you know, and the, and the ones who make it or don't make it get kind of pulled off to the side. Imagine like a bad apple's going in like in, you know, an applesauce processing plant. They're picking out the ones that just fall out of the system. They keep going along, um, and then, and then you, you churn them out at the end, and you have all your good Little automatons uh, that, that come out at the end. This is kind of the point he's making, and he had a really, really interesting. And this is the the, the fact of his uh, talk with me. I'll share it here just because it's very interesting. Um, was that uh, um, w- was that if you test, the, there was something called like this type of it's a type of like free thinking genius, and he had a term for it. But basically, how it was how you could take say, an idea, and he uses this example of a paperclip. If you give a paperclip to someone and say, like, how many things can you do with this paperclip? And someone might say, oh, I can figure out 10 things to do with that paperclip, or I can figure out 15 things to do. And I see someone who's a genius at this can figure out, you know, 200 things to do with the paperclip. And because they think in different ways outside the box. They think, well, what if the paperclip was 20 feet high, blah, blah, blah. I'm summing right. up what, what right. I'm saying. I said saying. If you do this test with children, young children, something like 98% of them will score in the genius range. They'll, they're just free, they're free thinking is basically what it comes down to. And that by the time as children age and go through the standardized school system, that declines to the point where basically once, once we've churned out these kids um, – that no, that people just don't think like we, we've we've structured how thought works through this like industrial revolution, like industrialized way of educating people, conform to the way you think we think knowledge should be done, and pump them out the end. So that's my big but, spiel. But even and, just <laughs> habits
1: too, right? Like, um, you know, going to school every day, going to classes, being on time. Like, there's a lot of also life values you learn outside of the content in classes just by adhering to the system because you get told, well, when you're an adult, that's how these things work.
2: Yeah, pretty, pretty much. And, and then if you think, then there's other types of, I mean, have you guys heard of Montessori schools and this type of thing?
1: Yeah, but I, you know, my mind blanks out when people start talking about Montessori.
2: It, okay, well. <laughs> I, I may blank out now, yeah. I have you know, a, a uh, Montessori school teacher, and I, I don't know much about it, but I think essentially it's, as opposed to the standardized system, it's something where whereby uh, children learn at their own pace and sort of follow their own interests to a certain extent, so if they, you know, they still have to kind of, you know, they still end up getting all the basics, but at their own rhythm and in their own kind of way, so that learning is, it wouldn't be self-directed because there is a teacher, but um, there's more self-direction, oh. it's not...
1: That sounds awesome, and maybe I shouldn't have been blanking out when people were talking about
0: it. Sounds like where Lisa Simpson went.
2: I think she just went to the public school.
0: No, one episode she becomes like unchallenged, and she gets sent to this other school where yeah. like the teacher's a hippie, like that.
2: Well, here's an, well here's another on this kind of stuff because and the, and the Montessori, Mont, the Montessori school is a good aspect of it, um, but basically like so. Uh, it's private school, Montessori school. And the standardized one we just have, that's public school. So, you know, what's better, public education, or private education? Yeah.
1: All right. I'd like to get my soapbox out. Wait, wait a second. All right. Um, so I'm just going to kind of just throw off my initial impressions. And a lot of it, it will probably jive with you, Mike. Um, one, uh, I've always hated school. <laughs> I hated it in my adult life and I hated it going there. I just hated it. Two, I have learned things from going to school. I know my math and some sciences and all that kind of stuff. Like I did get value from going to school. But overall, I hate school. And the reason why I hated school is because I, my mind does not work like it's physics time. It's time to learn physics. It's English time. It's time to learn English. And the prevailing thought is, well, that's an undisciplined child. You know, when you're an adult, you're not going to want to pump gas. But if you're going to be pumping gas, you better learn all that you can about pumping gas, I guess. I I don't know what the lesson is supposed to be there. All of that that my impression was is that I don't want to learn this stuff. I want to do things I'm interested in. And I will apply myself a thousand percent when I'm fully engaged in the material. So there's a real it's a real lack of responsibility when you throw. You know, obviously at some point the stuff is very useful to know, but some stuff is completely glazed over. Like we don't really learn how to manage our finances in school at all. And that's a hugely important thing to learn. Um, So, you know, we get a pre-made program of what some people thought would be a good idea. And I think it's up for debate, really, if the stuff in school really, you know, has value or can't be reviewed so it just, at the end of the day, my reaction is it just sucks. It just sucked. It was a whole bunch of nothing, 18 years of nothing. I would have much rather have been, I guess, in a Montessori school. I don't know why I face that every time. It's like, I hear that. It sounds awesome. Like, just put put a kid in a room and just say, what do you want to learn about? You're going to have to learn something. But let's go. Let's challenge you. Let's find out what you're interested in. Let's work on great projects. I mean, that's my yeah, thought.
2: I, I, I mean, I totally, I totally agree. I actually saw this news story, and this was, applies more to university students, though uh, it's to do with Ritalin. And a lot of children in school, mm-hmm. and I mean, a lot of classmates were on Ritalin. I think they also use Adderall. Um, you know, my, I might be wrong about that. And uh, the, the news story was that, was that university students were t- starting to take Ritalin to get through exam periods because you can focus for like eight hours at a time. And I, had t- I knew a lot of kids when I was in elementary school that were on Ritalin. And I remember thinking, like, wow, I need Ritalin today because I, I work in an office and I am not a productive worker most of the time. I'm productive for probably like three hours a day. Don't tell that to my, uh, you know, your secret boss. safe
1: with our listeners. I'm pretty sure.
2: But uh, you know, I do my be- I do my best, but really, like I'm not productive for eight hours. My I'm incapable of that, uh, right. as was as I was in school. Uh, probably the same as you, Bo. Uh, but I'm like, wow, if I had Ritalin, I could just focus for eight hours. And it's sort of like, well, is it me who's the problem, or is it the system? Uh is just trying to make everyone be the same. You know, I'm pretty scattered. I like to do this and then that and then this and change things up. Uh but the structure of school is like you're at school for this block of time, and now once the block of stuff that you're enjoying is over, now you have to go do something else. I remember being in like drama class or English class, which I liked, or art class, and then when it would end, I'd be like, Oh, I gotta go to math class, which I hated, mm. or whatever. And then and that sucked. But I think I think Montessori was more like, um, you you, you kind of can keep doing the things that you like, but I, there's, there's a debate. the Main debate there is that like I don't believe in private schools. What do you guys think about that? Like, should you pull your kids out of public school if you think it's bad, and put them in private school if it's better? What do you What do you think?
0: Well, just just out of curiosity here, because you guys are going back and forth, sounding a bit like an echo chamber on this already. So I'm getting a sense that you're coming down on on the same page. Uh, the private school, public school thing is interesting, and I'm going to chime in with my thoughts. Uh, but, but I do, I do want to hear if either of you would sit, like. From what it sounds like to date, neither of you would send your kids into the current current school system. You would either homeschool them or 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 do something else. Am I correct in reading this? That you,
1: I, I think that's what I would want to do. Um, I know it's like school is like glorified babysitting. I mean, I can't count the number of parents I know of kids in babysitting places uh, at the babysitter, I guess, who are just like, can't wait to have, to, they can stop paying for babysitters and send them to school. It's our society set up so that this is convenient so that people can work, you know? So yes, to answer your question shortly. Yes. I think I would prefer giving my children the things that I didn't have, which is nurturing My my interests and my strengths, and there was value in learning things I didn't want to learn, like science and physics and all that kind of stuff. But I was I was I spent so much time drawing and daydreaming in class. I wasted a lot of time and a lot of like my time in life.
2: Uh, I'm sort of on the uh, I have the opposite view of Bo on that one, Uh, and and probably to what to what you might have thought from my rambling there across, it was that I would put my kids in the Montessori school. And I, and in principle, I, w- I would. But I really don't believe in um, – I think it amounts to segregation of like rich kids can go to private school and that if you're not rich, well, then you go to pr- public school. I mean if I think public school is broken but I have money so my kid gets to go to a better education, Like I don't believe in that on principle. But, the, but they're I
1: think both close. They're systems though, right? Like they're both –
2: but I think they're quite a lot different. I think a lot of people say that there are problems with the education system and we should try to fix them. But I don't think I would pull my kid out of it and pay other money. And I also think that there's value in in being, you know, public school. I think is a good is a good place. I mean, and it's not all negative. Obviously, it's a good place to be exposed to different people, different kids, different cultures, different religions. Because you're, it's all a big melting pot. Uh, I think if you pull your kids out you you're throwing a class element into education where if you're going to private school, your parents are rich probably uh and or at least choosing to spend a good portion of their money on private education and I think that it's it's a it's a it's a value to be um to be exposed to 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 class sort of well or not class segregation. I don't believe in class segregation, so no i w- i wouldn't.
0: You would not send your kids to public school,
2: private school. Sorry, I would not send my kids to private school.
0: Uh, okay, well, I see. My, I'm sort of curious about uh, about that. Partly because because there's also the homeschooling option, right? Uh, which is, you know, in an ideal r- world, you you know, you spend time, you stay home with your kid. Uh, but you touched on something that I think is interesting, which is the social aspect of the schooling, right? Like you send somebody to school and you. Um, and they they get a sense of uh, of other cultures, other societies, other people, that sort of thing. So I, you know, for me, this is one that you guys have both made really interesting points on. And I'll be honest, I haven't given this a tremendous a lot of uh, a tremendous amount of thought. But I I did I have noticed. Uh, and a little disclaimer here, I went to uh, sort of a, a weird high school. It was part of this international program of schools, and therefore we were offered some courses that you might not get in regular school. I had to do spanish for instance and i had to I did have to do a budgetary sort of finance planning course that 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 beau uh d- didn 't do I in, didn't in get his it
1: school. public school
0: no no and and it, i didn 't have to pay, but it still was like I had to pass a test and it was still part of a sort of system thing and and what's interesting is even with that like you get a certain taste of things you're given a certain taste of things and then you're told to go to university or to go to to college and and pick a program or pick pick your future essentially and and, and you're doing that based on the information that has been presented to you your entire life so by your parents and by your schooling system, almost everybody I know. And we talked about lawyers a second, like a, a podcast or two ago. And almost everyone I know who became a lawyer became a lawyer after uh, and had lawyers in their family because you don't go into any of your classes, you don't go to math or you don't go to English or you don't go to you know uh, social studies even or whatever and and hear about law. Like it's really something you have to be presented almost outside uh, outside the classroom. So that's something, I don't want to say that I hold that against my schooling, but definitely I felt that my options were limited to specializing in one of the classes that had been presented to me. And in the end, I did. In the end, I chose to pursue uh, schooling in English because English was what I had the most interested interest in, interest in. Of the of the subjects that I was presented, um, would I have chosen something else? Had I, had I had that option, maybe. What's the limit that you put on, on the options that you present to kids through through a uh, balanced curriculum? It you know it's hard to say. So yeah, this is a really difficult topic.
1: Yeah, because um, you know you brought up something very interesting for me was just you know people everything in their life is influencing what they wanted to do. Um, when they got to university and I think that's like a good way to sort of have a conversation because my personal experience was I didn't take advantage of any of the dramatic courses Um, I was somewhat into music and I took some music courses and um, I could do some computer programming I did a bit of that but I knew early on it you know everyone said computer programming is a great career but I knew I didn't want to do that Um, you know and anyways the ironic thing I you know, when I graduated high school, all I kind of wanted to do was uh, smoke weed and live the rock and roll life, <laughs> which you know doesn't say much they're gonna blame me or blame the parents, but I say would say the education system didn't do much to look at me and say, "How can we engage you and um after taking some time off and realizing i I did want to pursue further education, I took drama of all things as my major, and I loved it. I loved being a part of that, and I found myself often thinking like, Why didn't I participate in this sooner? You know, not that I felt regret over lost time, but like, I think if I would have gotten the right nudge at the right time, like I might have delved earlier and deeper into sort of that area. And, uh, you know, I'm not blaming the education system outright for it, but it did nothing for me. It did, you know, I think there were some good teachers that I had, but it did, you know, very little to nurture that or, or identify what that was for me.
2: I could I could totally I can totally see that and to come and I've been kind of crapping on public education quite a bit but I must say um, um, I took a lot of arts courses in high school and um, I did well in them and that was kind of my interest was more arts I took drama and uh, visual arts and that sort of thing and I did follow uh, into that stuff post. Post secondary, so I felt like I did have options in the in the public school. So, though I am like not a fan of it, I do feel like um, it definitely it, it definitely allowed me to explore my interests. So it was it, it was it was good in that sense. I mean, yeah. yeah.
1: And so, like, and just just I want to add one more thing because I think we got to get to the verdict soon. But um, I mentioned, I believe it was at the top of the show that I went to some weddings. Um, I actually, you know, the the bride is a teacher, and the person I ended up sitting with that I didn't know that was a cousin of the groom. That's the man one, right? The groom is the man one. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Why, I'm not very confident about that. Anyway. All right. The groom
2: so, is either either the, the the guy getting married or the person who brushes the horse. It depends on the context, I guess. Got it.
1: Okay. So, <clears throat> I was speaking with the s- cousin of the groom who. Uh, is a teacher as well. And we were laughing because we were talking about, you know, I said, it must be, you know, uh, it must be rough, you know, dealing with students because they must want to drive you crazy. And you must want to like string them up by their toes all the time. And you can't do anything with them. You know, I have a lot of respect for people who do the teaching profession, I guess I could say. So I don't want to be seen to be bagging on teachers. And I think though that You know, teachers are kind of feel like glorified babysitters sometimes because they have a lot of misbehaved people because they're all in a freaking math class. And, you know, maybe there's a way that we can engage children. And, you know, maybe I'm asking too much here, but this there's a sense that there is a lot of misbehavior, a lot of just misplaced energy that that is in high school. And that was my experience. So uh, there you go.
2: I should point out that actually not only do I have uh, my cousin is a teacher also and uh, teachers in my family. My mom worked in a high school for like 25 years. I also worked in a high school for a couple of years as an educational assistant. Uh, maybe I should have said this earlier. It seems kind of pertinent, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, it's
0: pretty <laughs> relevant. <laughs>
2: I don't have a background in education or anything. I basically got this job as in, uh, helping out um, this kid uh, who just needed help taking notes or something. He was in an accident when he was young, and he, he just he, – he had a uh, – I was basically his personal assistant, smart kid, nice kid. I went with him to his classes and just sort of helped him um, do some of his work. So it was an interesting perspective. So I was you know in my early 20s and going around high school again. And it was, it was interesting because, Bo, you're talking about the misplaced energy. There was this one class he was in was a French class, and the teacher I thought was really great. She was really open and let everyone manage their kind of own time. She she, she taught stuff uh, but was really like didn't give a lot of homework. She was really like free form and said, okay, we're doing one project. And it seemed f- like for a French class, it seemed like a fun project to me. You could pick anything, I think anything, um, and then do a presentation on it at the end of the – in French at the end of the – and there was some, some written – you know, you had to make a board, uh, you know, poster thing yeah. with – French. So it had elements of writing and oral speaking, but it was only one assignment the entire, like, ha, like, for an entire semester. Like, so it was, I don't know how many weeks that was, a lot of weeks. They were not doing homework. I was like, wow, this seems like a good, good class. Anyways, it came yeah. to the point where people had to do other uh, presentations, and no one had done it. Like, she had to, like, a couple days in a row that were all scheduled to do, and no one had done the work and then she basically lost it and started she called them all fucking losers and it was it was quite a show and the funny thing is being in the class is another adult i remember i was thinking like yeah they they, they are that's <laughs> what i thought
1: yeah well she's uh, invested energy in trying to accomplish her professional goals um, she was trying
2: to give them freedom you know she was trying to and they took advantage of it Now, i'm not crapping on students. I agree with you both. I think it was misplaced energy. I think that the problem is trying to structure it too much. Anyways, she ended up getting fired, I think. Uh, But I remember thinking like she was trying to do something out of the ordinary. She was trying to not do the rigid type of teaching, and it backfired on her. Um, I think she was a great... Uh, it was just unfortunate, and I, I think I think the system is the problem. And um, you know, when we had these courses, like when I had the art courses that I liked, I remember hating going to the course I didn't like. So I think, and I guess that's the Montessori approach is sort of like eh, let yourself. You know, now that I am older, I do learning in a very. I hate taking courses for work. I refuse to take them. I'd rather just get books and read on my own. I, it works better for me. I think everyone learns differently, children and adults. So why fit everyone into the same square peg hole? <laughs> Industrial yeah,
0: revolution. Ma- that's why it makes well. It makes sense. Like what you guys are saying makes sense. And and Mike's uh, Mike's off the top explanation of the industrial revolution roots to the education system was interesting. I just like it's also having an alternative. And and for me, um, it it's difficult to see to see what that is. And. You know we each dipped into our anecdotes and for in our personal history and, and for me, I have fond memories of all levels of education, even though my parent my parents sent me to a French elementary school um in a small French town as one of the few Anglophones there to learn French. It was great. I I learned French and I thanked them for it. But at you know at the same time comes with its fair, fair share of bullying and being ostracized. So there's always harsh memories growing up and going through the education system as well. But at the same time, like I feel I feel like the good outweighs the bad in terms of my mem- my memories of it and it is it is interesting how we're all talking about our our personal memories with that do we want to do we want to bust out some verdicts guys
2: sure. yeah
0: sure I, I i think
2: you were leaning towards one there
0: uh well yeah no i can i can start it out if you want um i you know i i touched on it being a tough topic and and you guys both both uh raised many interesting points um i i just feel like and in, in, it is a cop-out in in a way but if i'm choosing one of the three i got to say good i recognize what's the i recognize the bad i recognize the imperfections i recognize that it could be better and that there could be better way ways of doing things but i don't think that the system is necessarily broken or negative in the way uh that it handles things. And so many people who've come out of the system, present company included have turned out extremely well. Uh, and, and it's, it's hard for me to say that, that, that it's, uh, that it's bad or that it's bullshit. Education is necessary. People who don't have education are, are, um, uh, you know, are at a, a huge loss. Uh, and, and, uh, I think that, I think that the way we present that education, um, it, you know, can be in, in in different ways, but the system that's in place now, while not perfect, is is pretty good. So good.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, you, you summed that up quite well, Crofton. May I say you're an excellent example of what our public education. <laughs> <system
1: is. laughs> Thank you, Michael. He should be no. a poster child for this.
2: He should be, uh, and and I would say I'm actually in pretty well complete agreement with Crofton. I also think the education system is good, though I crapped on it a lot. I do. I do, however, think that it's semi broken, and that we do need to totally uh, you know, uh, fix it. I, I think that it, I, all the reasons I mentioned about, you know, forced standardized sort of learning. I, I don't think that's the way to do it. But what can you say about something where where I, I, you know, it's free education. We're educating. Our children, uh, I mean, it's amazing and it's a great thing. Even if it's not a good system, the, the education system is good. Because if we didn't have one, well, that's that's bad. Uh, it could be better, yeah. But you know what? It's good. I, I'm just going to settle on that as much as I would like to call it bad in some ways. It's definitely good.
1: Okay. So um, I guess I'm last to give in my verdict. Uh, I'm just going to go off and say the education system is bad. I um, know I'm not even going to use bullshit. I'm just going to use bad seems more appropriate in my mind. Uh, I, you know, it's when I say the education system is bad, it's not because I say we shouldn't have one. I think that I think that any rigid approach, and my experience is public schools, but I don't see it being a big stretch to apply this to all types of education systems, whether private, public, or whatever. Are v- you know, I, th- I believe that they're glorified babysitter places where you throw your children to go keep them busy while you go off and work, and you know they're going to get an education become productive members, but that education is not tailored to them whatsoever. They're tailoring your child to fit into the world, and I'm uh, more of an independent spirit in this regard, and I don't think... I think that's... Actually, I think I'm going to switch it to... Bu- well, no, I think that's bullshit, but education system is bad, and I just, I'd like to see it better, and I, I don't profess to have all the answers, but certainly... I would have appreciated a little bit more, um, Not, I don't want to say customization, but I think like I said earlier in the show, you know, responsive to the kinds of directions I want to learn. And I don't, I don't know if there were any alternative for my parents to identify that and send me somewhere else, but I didn't get it and the system didn't offer it to me. So the system's I- bad.
2: I know you. I know your father, Bo, and he would not. He, if there was like a better school, he would have just said, "You're going to public school and you're going to learn." My, actually, my father would
1: probably just say, "You don't even need to go to school. Just get out there and freaking work. You know, roll your sleeves up and get a trade and go work."
2: I would just but, like know. to. Point, I would just like to point out that. Uh, Bo, I, I I I can't believe I agreed with everything Groven said, including and it had the same verdict as, verdict as him. And Bo, I also agree with everything you said, and I think I articulated a lot of that during the show. But I came down on the good side because I still think the aim is good, even if the system is bad. Now, you know, maybe we're splitting hairs on what exactly we're rating here, but I just found it was an interesting way that we all yeah. kind of talked about the same things and had the way our verdicts.
1: I, th- I think i can just like qualify that a little further by saying like anything that's a system fits people down set paths and humans are beautiful uh creatures of all kinds of make shape, sizes and personalities and anything that's a system does not account for these aberrations or these deviations from set paths and industrial you know what's that industrial revolution yeah. that's the industrial that's another show Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, I guess we got our verdicts out. Uh, Crofton was good. Mike was good. And I said bad. Although I was really tempted to say bullshit a lot.
2: (laughs) Just like saying bullshit because it's your initials. (laughs) Yes.
1: As we clarified on last show. All right. So, um,. Let's see, we, we didn't get any mail today and that makes us sad. So if anything we said, uh, you know, made you feel something, made you upset, and maybe you agreed, uh, chime in on the discussion and send us an email at goodbadbs at gmail.com. Uh, we want to hear from you. Um, and, you know, if it's not about any of the shows, you just want to, we'd like to also hear about the quality of the podcast or any other comments you'd like to have for us. Love to hear it. So, uh, again, that's goodbadbs at gmail.com. Um, we also, uh, you can find us on, uh, Uh, iTunes. And if you happen to swing by iTunes and like the show, please give us a five star review. Um, We didn't get any new ones since the last time. So, um, you know, uh, still our mom is
0: uh, my mom. Sorry. Well, our mom. I
1: don't know. Anyway, that's a secret.
0: Uh (laughs) It's almost as if we record multiple episodes at once.
1: Well, which we don't do, you know. Of because, course not, because that would be crazy. We, we, we can't actually use the randomizer machine more, more than once a day, or else we risk, you know, overheating it. So, oh, yeah, that's right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so certainly um, that's got to kill that controversy right there. I just right.
2: wanted to, to add yeah. one thing before we close out the show. At the start yeah, of the show, sure. I was talking about this RSA Animate that I recommend anyone who's interested in education go check out. And the guy who, uh, he, who I mentioned his name is Sir Ken Robinson, and he's an education expert. So he says, in any case, uh, like if you watch this thing, you'll be like, "Oh, that's where Mike got all his ideas from." And, uh, and so they're, they're, I can't even take credit for them, but it's uh, really worth checking out.
1: Yeah, and I, I say check it out too. That's one thing that I didn't really get to chime in about. Just I think that kind of self-directed learning on the internet is great. It's fantastic. I'm excited just, to see I where really it goes. It
0: yeah, we'd like to say we'd like to say hi to Ken. And uh, thank him for his contributions to this discussion and tell him to say hello to Anthony Hopkins should he ever see him.
2: I'd like him to keep doing the good work that he has been doing as well. Thank you, uh, Sir Robinson. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) I don't understand. So uh, if you want to know where to find us, you can find us on our website. That's gbbpodcast.com. That's the initials for Good Bad Bullshit, podcast.com. Um, and you can, like I said, subscribe to us on iTunes or follow the RSS links. If you use Android or or Windows phone or anything like that. Um, Crofton. Yes, sir. Would you like to uh, tell these fine fellows where they can find you on uh, the internet?
0: Uh, you can find me at At Croft Steers on Twitter. Although you know what, I haven't been tweeting very much lately. But whatever, I'm there, At Crofton Steers.
1: Well, you needed to get on that. You're trying to become an internet celebrity, and that's you can't right. Do that if you don't tweet about you know what you're eating today. So get on that, uh, Mike. Where can people find you? They can find me in my home. <laughs> Are you, you want to give out your address, or it's more well, fun if they they make it's, it a mystery. It's-
2: fun to find someone if they tell you where they are. Have't you? you never played hide-and and hide go-seek before? Uh,
1: that's
0: that's true Bo yeah, uh,
1: yeah you got me there for sure. Um, you, you can follow me on the internet uh, if you like as well uh, at on Twitter at Bo Schwartz. Um, we also have a Twitter account for good bad bullshit in case you want to find out when new episodes go up and uh, I forget what the oh the address it's on Twitter at good Bad bull. Um I decided to leave the shit out in case they closed the account. So, you know, just Wait, Good Bad Bull. Yeah. We have a Twitter account? We have a Twitter account at Good Bad Good Bad Bull um you know and basically it's just to let people know if there's new shows in case they don't want to follow my spammy twitter feed then you can just Just, follow that feed but just remember to
2: end all the tweets with y'all that's my like you know uh twitter protocol that i think we should yeah yeah. you know
1: what's really funny about that is that nobody uh ends their tweet with y'all and yet that's your impression (laughs) of every tweet (laughs) (laughs)
2: he's the king of the Twitterverse. you're like does (laughs) he really yeah, he does. I've seen tweets from him where he's like, "In L.A., y'all," or something, that, like <laughs> whatever he does.
1: Okay, maybe you do know more about Twitter than I do.
2: Um, well, maybe yes. more. Than Justin more
1: Bieber you. is at the center of Twitter, so you know if you're paying attention
2: to him, he is like his personal possession. All
1: right, all right. So uh, I want to thanks everyone for listening, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Have a good night.
2: You guys can say bye. No, you just cut it out there, whatever.
0: <laughs> cut it out, Simon.
1: The part in where I say you guys say bye and you guys go like, uh. <laughs> uh, do I have to say bye? Stupid, so stupid. <laughs>